Don't say you never get anything for free. You can get a free 30-day trial of Love Film, the one-stop shop to rent films and games online simply by going to thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm. Films and games by post, or you can stream films on your PC, TV, PS3, and now on your iPad. To check the terms and conditions, find out more, and claim your free trial, go to thefootballramble.com slash lovefilm now. Thumbs up, ladies and gentlemen. It's the football ramble and uh, three's company, but four's a ramble because we've got Jim back from Edinburgh. Yay. Hello. I get, got out. <laughs> I came back. That sort of witty repartee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been flying up there. Been yeah. made, made you a star up there. Uh, well, my name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Pete's here. Hello. And Luke. Check. Checking. Uh, it's lovely to have you back, Jim. It's really lovely is. to be back. Um, mm. These two have been right rotters since you've been away. Oi. But we're going to start with an opening question from Stuart Applin, who's saying if you could choose one player, just one, to move to England by Friday, which is, of course, when the window slams shut, uh, who would it be and why? Is Jim White confirmed that. <laughs> is that definitely when it slams? He'll be confirming that for hours yeah. at a time. He's, come filming, Friday. he's filming the VTs as we speak. Yeah, he's like a kid in short trousers <laughs> by the mantelpiece, crossing them another day off. <laughs> I think people are gathering outside the stadiums. Outside his house. Outside his house. <laughs> yeah. It's the new stadium. It's the new St. James. Basically, Sky Sports News is going to disappear inside itself. <laughs> They're going to have a reporter outside Jim White's house <laughs> to say whether he's been out or in or not. Do footballers have to go to his house? Yeah, and yeah. deals have to be done there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim's White, Jim White's house is a lot like the Sky Sports News studio as well. Like, exactly a sort of, like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly the same. I imagine that his house is, is just carved out the White Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> the, Jim, the Jim White Cliffs of Dover. He, he has a ticker on the bottom, which basically says where his dinner's ready and stuff. Mm. <laughs> that ticker. That's yeah. just always in his vision. Yeah, peas. I'll be five minutes max. That's yeah, what it yeah. says. Yeah. Um, answer <laughs> the question, Jim. Uh, I would love to see uh, Edinson Cavani join the Premier League. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Not a, a rival of, of Arsenal, obviously. Um, so I probably wouldn't want to see him join. I, I can't so you see wouldn't want him Emirates. to go to see but, um, Sunderland or Aston Villa? Uh, I, 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 I would, I would <laughs> absolutely <laughs> love it if Cavani went to Villa. Could you imagine <laughs> that? <laughs> he wouldn't. No. <laughs> like a man missold a house. Oh, yeah. oh no. But I can imagine just... him complaining about it really politely because he's mm. such a nice but, You know what's a funny one, though? He's, he's thinking oh. only a few years ago when Rubinho went to Man City. It was a, it was kind of like that. Yeah, a bit no. weird. Yeah. Yeah. But they had the sort of financial thrust behind it. But I mean, I pick Cavani because he says really sort of nice man got those cheekbones he's just a really exciting player I'm pretty sure he might have today even uh, signed a new deal at Napoli so it's decidedly less likely to happen yeah but um, it could just be for the buyout call you never Mm, know it still could happen if City break the bank if Villa or Sunderland really (laughs) step it up (laughs) Sunderland have already got their Cavani in in the shape of Stephen Fletcher Mm. (laughs) I like (laughs) Stephen Fletcher for for the bargain price of 12 million pounds (laughs) a knockdown (laughs) some Adam Johnson as well that's that's decent late business from them but that's not the question is it no so yeah, Cavani's a good answer, I think. It's a decent bid. Uh, <laughs> Pete? I'd like to see Adriano in the Premier League. <laughs> Just because I'd like to see how how our fat guys, uh, you know, 
Hello. How about a fat guy sort of step it up compared to him? You know, I th- he'd love a Cornish pasty. Well, yeah. In case you haven't mm. seen Adriana, ballooned. Yeah, you, but oh, like yeah, he was I mean, big when he was at the end of his kind of career. I shouldn't laugh, really. But he's got I, he's got emotional problems. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it's a very but, sad situation. But I think I think what you're saying is pretty. So did John nice Prescott. He used to drink carnation milk. That's funny. Yeah. It doesn't matter what problems you got. That's right, funny. Well, it would be nice to see a, a beefy man in you, uh, in the Premier League. Do you remember that um, that sort of DIY gardening guy, Tommy Thingy? Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Wolf. Pints of Tommy Wolf. Tommy Hammond. Pints, Bailey's. Bailey's. Pints of Bailey's, yeah. Pints of Bailey's with each meal. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the only alcohol you drink, isn't it, Marcus? Imagine Adriana Disgusting. meeting. Not even I could do that. <laughs> the, um, and, and I know um, Rupert, SouthAmericanFootball.co.uk, Rupert, did say this afternoon that Adriano turned up um, early for training today. Did he? To, to get rid of the flab. He's done it once, Rupert. You no. know. <laughs> well, if he does it tomorrow, I'll it's, it's you know, probably I'll, just I'll re- probably, s- that. probably so late from the last one, it's just appeared that he's early <laughs> for this one. He's still out for the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Might no point going out yeah, now. Yeah. Might as well get an hour on the training ground. Do you still do get a shower in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, shower, load of aftershave, load of mints. Yeah, that's yeah. So uh, emo- uh, emotional uh, problems and struggle with alcohol. Allegedly known as the Alan Brazil. <laughs> it's not allegedly. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, uh, it is. Uh, Repeatedly like, fired. Okay, so. <laughs> Adriano, in amongst all that, was what we got. Luke. I'll go for a realistic one. Go on. Because you boys. Sort well, no, out. come on, eh? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Raquel, mate. <laughs> no, <not really. laughs> I, w- I would like to see Raquel, mate. Yeah. It's yeah, been yeah. the first window for a while. He's not playing for me. who, though? Um, what, who was it last time? Birmingham City, you think? It was West Ham, time. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, West, no, that it was would West be amazing. Ham, yeah. Yeah. Allardyce is a West yeah. Ham. Um, they're philosophical brothers, aren't they? <laughs> now, I think I'd like to see um, uh, Jan and Villa, actually. Right, okay. Yeah. I think he could really. To Arsenal? Uh, yeah, well, there's Lincoln. I, mean, I think Spurs have made a bit now. Have they? Spurs have been in for everything. But there's been talk of both Spurs and Arsenal being after him for like months, and nothing seems to have yeah, changed. I think on Spurs it, so. genuinely did table a bid because, um, uh, recently because. Um, Huddleston's apparently off on loan to Stoke and, That's and a really strange one I know yeah so in Villa who I, I actually think I've seen him play a few times could go on to be you know, one of the world's best midfield players I think he's got it all and oh. it'd be excellent to see him in the Premier League actually they need mm. someone in the position to be fair yeah. <laughs> Park is out isn't he so in Villa oh, good uh, I, I, well he, he kind of hasn't left England but he's he's not, not playing uh, Joey Barton yeah, like sort of bring him back in into the, the fold. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where just like, and he would go on a massive rampage this time. Like, if we think we've seen this a time, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know? I like him at Cardiff with Bellamy or something like that. Yeah, well, in England, he does specify. Oh, does he? Okay. But uh, or uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I just like him to go. Oh, this is crap. He's get- <laughs> and just the city, we're like, in fact, yeah, yeah, I do. He's getting closer and close to England. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brighton maybe would be his next step. Uh, geographically uh, I'm going to give the points to Jim oh cheers mate Cavani favouritism because he's back he's just and, he's he's back. and to turn well. up like Adriano and like, the- <laughs> like a jilted lover he's just walked through the door after a month oh, away oh you've forgotten what it's really like <laughs> yeah oh, the, excitement. <laughs> the um, abuse will start again soon no, no, right. but I love him <laughs> yeah. how are you old friend now yeah. uh, let's go to the Premier League where Swansea City are tearing it up they beat West mm. Ham United 3-0 I did not see this coming <laughs> like Gordon Bennett Ridiculous. they really Beat them as yeah. well, you know. You know, like a, 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 I don't know, boxer beats a rival. Like yeah, really, really I know what you mean. Them. Yeah, it, was, it was, it was, it was boys v men. West Ham helped them quite a lot, though. Boys to men. That James Collins back pass was the worst back pass in Premier League history. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> we, we haven't talked about Liverpool Man City. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, it's in the top two worst back pass <laughs> of the weekend. Is what I meant. But at least that man looks like a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Me ghost. Just delightful little yeah. finish, isn't it? Yeah. He's such a quality player. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he obviously the first goal 
was it an own goal by the keeper? I don't think so. I, I it was think, on target, was it? I yeah. think I think it probably just as well. But uh, Swansea, like, what was? It? Well, I think what was great was you know Allardyce. This is nothing against West Ham, but you know Allardyce obviously his brand of football. Maybe that's a little bit harsh, and whatnot. But you know it was great to see a proper passing side just take one of his teams to pieces. What it, you know, Swansea made forty-two passes. I think it was a match of the day they showed at one point. Yeah, forty-two. Yeah, it's staggering. What must be maddening for West Ham fans is that Allardyce, when he came in, said, "You know, we'll be playing my style away because we need to get the points. But at home, we'll be trying to play the West Ham way. You know, the way that you guys." want and you're accustomed to and they're just not doing that that yeah. was just a lie because he couldn't <laughs> exhume Bobby Moore yeah. yeah I've got mates who, who support West Ham and go reasonably regularly so, but they've not played that way for quite a long time now so mm. I, I think and don't forget last season they were the fans would put them under so much pressure yeah. well, they always do yeah it's they do expect the a lot thing. and, and I, I actually think you know and Jim C doesn't want to be harsh to West Ham I, I, on this occasion I'm fully happy to be harsh to West Ham because oh, yeah. I thought they were absolutely awful all over the pitch I watched the game Unimaginative up front, brittle at the back. What did you think of Matt, Jarv- midfield. Matt Jarvis? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do anything. A couple of runs. Yeah, good, good player, but sort of player like that. If you if you have a really bad performance and you get beaten all over the pitch, players like wingers are the first players to suffer, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean Jarvis and won't have had much time to sort of you know meet up with his teammates. No. Just, you can't judge him on that. But no. I think that's a good signing for them. Did you see what yeah. he, did you hear what he said? I he, think he's a good player. Yeah, he was, yeah he, he, he's but, making the right noises. He said uh, it's a fantastic club and pleased to be here. I know about Bobby Good Moore. Yeah. I know about Bobby Moore and the history and the tradition that goes with that. He drops in Bobby Moore. And West Ham fans are all went, shush, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I think Jarvis will do okay there, but um, I think he's a good player. You know. Away to Swansea was always going to be a tricky one for them. Mm. So uh, and, and they've um, they've got beaten, so they don't have to play there again this season. Just on the note of, of Swansea, I mean, I know that they I don't want to take anything away from them because they've been excellent, but they've not really played anyone good yet. Mm. Uh, West Ham are a promoted team and a bit a bit all over. Eight the goals in two games. Yeah, you I can't mean, argue with that. A QPR was shocking. Two, you know. two clean sheets. Mm-hmm. It's worth pointing out with Swansea as well. You know, they've got a new manager. They lost some key players. They, they, they've you know mm. they, they've they've got a degree of uncertainty. Well, in their own squad, you know, they just Sinclair, adapted brilliantly. Scott Sinclair hasn't played that much. It looks yeah. as though he might go to City. Complete, uh, testament to how well they play against West Ham. I completely forgot Joe Allen's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Scott Sinclair didn't play it. He no. was in the squad. No, exactly. Yeah, Michael Adams got great hair as well. Do, do you think it's a weird? Yeah, he has got. Ex- yeah, he's, he's just he's a got similar hair to you. That's why. Mm, not as thick. I'll take that, but yeah. I don't think. I, yeah. do, you, do you think <laughs> it's a weird one for Man City to sign Scott Sinclair when they've just let Adam Johnson go? Absolutely. Mm. I know just, they've made a bit of money on it, but it's not really about money for them, is it? No. Chini tends not to. Like the the traditional kind of winger, hmm. I wouldn't say Scott Sinclair was though. Do you think? No. Do you think it might just be that if you've got a player like Adam Johnson sitting on the bench, he's going to get pissed off, and after a couple of years, want to leave and think, well, got a couple of years of Sinclair being pissed off. It'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> work when we need him. And to be honest, mate, that's probably it. Yeah, well, that really is. I think it's you know I was talking to this um, on, on the way here to somebody that Scott Sinclair, you, a player like that, you know, he's a young player, you want him to get a lot of football, and who, mm. who knows, in a few years, maybe could be quite something. I mean, he already is a decent player. and see what he can do. Um, and it goes to City. Will he play twenty games in the next well, two years? Yeah, I mean, I mean the, thing, the thing with that, I mean, I'm sure he'll play that 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 amount probably in the season, but it'll be substitute appearances and cup mm. appearances. But the thing that I find really interesting about that is obviously Sinclair's had the same thing at Chelsea. He came through the ranks there, found it really difficult to get in. Obviously, you're going to back yourself as a player, but I think that's just a huge gamble. And you, you know, he's got the experience of that sort of situation to, to know what to know how it works. So mm. I, I wonder. Well, it's, I mean, it's true, isn't it? You, but never underestimate, you know, what it must be like. For the champions of, of the Premier League oh, to come along to you to say, well, do you fancy playing in front of 55,000 or whatever it is? It is 100 grand. And in the Champions League, yeah. and have a big yeah. pay rise. Yeah. Yeah. 
I understand. I, 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 I understand, understand all parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I hope he does. Uh, I hope he does force his way into the team when he gets it gets a good run. Because I like him. I think he's a great player. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on to City then. It seems uh, logical. Uh, they're playing with the back three again against Liverpool. They drew two on a very entertaining match, and Liverpool perhaps should have won it, Pete. <laughs> yeah, they should have. <laughs> apart from a silly back. Pass. I say perhaps they should have won it. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still back Tevez to kind of mess that up a little bit. I don't know why because mm. he's clearly the most comprehensive he's so ruthless. footballer he's so ruthless. ever. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, I thought that's too much of a gift for him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think well, he's almost embarrassed? No, no, I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just... If you insist, I felt bad for Skull. Give us a corner. It mm. was a very similar back pass to distance against Liverpool in the yeah. cup semi final last season. Yeah. Uh, but Skirtle absolutely powered a bullet header in before a head- that. Yeah. Yeah. header. It's remember, a brilliant header. Remember watching. The, the highlights of that and um, it seemed really weird like, oh, Liverpool doing really well start the season maybe they are sort of turning over a new leaf and yeah. then that back pass went across before I, I, just, I, did, I hadn't seen the result but you just knew it was like oh yeah. here it is yeah. here we are yeah. things are all normal again <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just sad that the camera would have to um, you know have a prolonged shot on his face which I didn't want to see nobody wanted scary. to see that scary one of the most metal looking footballers you're going to get in my yeah. Yeah. Metal. what a free kick from Suarez it yeah was it was perfect absolutely yeah. perfect he can't score from like two yards but he can bang well, well this is the thing I mean Liverpool Playing with the front three and Sterling had a, a decent. Oh, he was form. excellent. He was mm. excellent. Yeah, um, but should they play Suarez through the middle? Suarez. <laughs> I think they? he's their most natural option there, isn't he? Andy um, Carroll. Yeah, uh, Carroll's out of favour though, isn't he? Carroll's not going to be there for long. If he is, well, there's mention can, can Barini play out there. I suppose it's. Maybe I, th- I think it's. Liverpool's. Um, if you think of the f- a former field players Liverpool got now, they got Lucas, yeah. who's obviously now just strained his thigh, which normally happens when you have a serious. Yeah, hopefully, that's not a serious one. Yeah, uh, Sahin on loan. Mm. That's um, a huge, Gerard, huge Joe Allen, Steve Gerrard. That's a good former mm. field players they got there. Well, then they've got some decent attacking options now. I mean, yeah. it, and, and Liverpool were much better, you know, considering how, how well they weren't that poor against us. But it was slightly unlucky, and it was one of those games that didn't go their way, and mm. the sending off and the penalties and whatnot. But but much better, and should have beaten the champions, you know. And I, I know yeah. it's early; it's you know, argue it's silly season and all that but still it, it does look much better for Liverpool I think Liverpool tend to have especially at home Liverpool have got Man City's number I don't think Man City have won many games there in years yeah. and and, it, and so it proved um, again at the weekend but do you think it was a great game by the way do you think that's yeah. why City went for a back three then P- possibly I'm not sure to be honest I, I thought they were going to be using their back three in Europe and that's why they sort of trialled it in pre-season but a lot's been sort of written about the back three and it seems like a strange one if you've got a squad like City's because it is quite it is slightly more defensive although maybe he wants the the wider options going forward and whatnot. but Mm. it does it is it a bit negative though yeah, but, but obviously they're away from home against a good team who they've got a poor record against. Mm. So I mean, they don't want to they don't want to give anything away needlessly. You know, they're under the spotlight. They've got new players to bet in. You know, yeah, I, I, th- I think they need to be flexible in terms of their formation because they're competing on all different fronts. And and also, um, teams are going to work them out a lot better than they did last year because they're going to be used to them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they're going to you know they're going to sit deep against them. We've, we've seen that with all, all these sort of like you know big sides over the years. And also, you know, it's been vogue in the in like sort of past five seasons really. Or, <coughs> Around about that time to have the you know the four five one that changes to four three three when when you've got the ball and mm. it's a natural tactical evolution sort of or evolutionary reaction to that thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, okay. I, I suppose a few teams are doing it. In Italy, it was a very popular formation last season and has proved to be. Well, come uh, Juventus were unbeaten, you know, with it. Well, that's very true. Barcelona, obviously, that's Barcelona. They've done it. Yeah. A, a number of times. I think Sterling, by the way, needs to be singled out for special praise. He was yeah. absolutely superb. Yeah. You know, it's his first league start for them, I think, and he played without fear. You know, he was nice to see an English player like a step over. Yeah, absolutely. One of the players, Man City, I think it was Tevez, like seeked him out at the end on purpose to get to get his shirt and, okay. to, and stuff to say oh, yeah, well really done nice. and stuff, which is a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. One for the um, hopefully, Brendan Rodgers will nurture um, his sort of adventurous side as well. Mm. Uh, hopefully, yeah. 
Who keeps on giving Tevez official Manchester City um, letters to put on his shirts? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're money, right. <laughs> he's getting, he's getting, he's, they're losing um, letters at a rate of knots. It's terrible. I think I'm they can afford that. new ones. It's all right, yeah. Yeah, it should be. But yeah. it's not like it's just scribbled on with a with a sharpie. It's proper no. Manchester City pen yeah. uh, letters. Well, I think it's probably official Premier League lettering, isn't it? Yeah, I'll not have this. I hope they get <laughs> a finite <laughs> amount and the season's going to run out. You only better put initials on the back of the shirt. Torn. You're right. Paul. Yeah. Well, let's go across Liverpool uh, to Everton, the blue half. They uh, had an impressive win away to Aston Villa. Well, they're impressive in the first half, certainly. Um, Everton, I mean, they've beat Manchester United, you know, decent away win at Villa. Is it, is it ridiculous to suggest that they're top four contenders? No, they've, they've broken into the top four before. The only difference being from that time to now is that obviously it's a lot more competitive. So you've got Man City, mm. you've clearly forced their way in there, and yeah. other, other teams. Like, I mean, you've got Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, Spurs, and that's just for a kickoff. Then Everton, it's, it's basically four into a six if you're going to include Everton. Sure, but, but that doesn't necessarily go against them because the others, every, everyone take points off everybody else. Once you, you know. look at the other, um, you know, the cup competitions and that. The, their squad just isn't thick yeah, enough. No, exactly. And, and, they got, and they haven't got the money to reinforce, and that's that's the main problem. I mean, they're relying on you know Fellaini's coming into form. You know, he was yeah. how much? Fifteen million. About I think five he's their record signing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cahill's starting to wane as well. He's been such a force for them for mm. such a long time. He's gone. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's oh, gone. I missed that one. He went. He went to <laughs> oh, somebody <laughs> has been living under a Scottish <laughs> rock. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. Yeah, no, they, they, um, they, um, the other thing is though, in, in their favour, I yeah. agree with what Pete's saying. He's absolutely right. But they, they traditionally start very slow. Mm. And if they can start well as they have done, yeah. and then have their traditional rally in the second half of the season, they're laughing. You never know. I mean, they've, they've got the potential to do so. It's it just would, where, like pieces where they done can it keep before that up. under under you know microscopic budget. But I, I yeah. agree with you, Luke. I think it's far more competitive now than it has been, and that they won't get a look in there. I mean, there's a lot to admire about Everton, isn't it? With often Absolutely. people talk about the budget and, uh, and whatnot, and it would be great if they could break into the top mm. four. And Pino signing him back seems like a big signing for them. He's got a great goal. Oh, what a goal it was! Yeah. He was such a loss, though. What a weird sort of time he's had away yeah. from he sort of went to a completely different player I suppose couldn't get in the team so much of that though is how Harry Redknapp just won't rotate a squad yeah. he was using the same players over and over again yeah. burning them out he had perfectly good players like Pino on there I mean it was easy to think oh Pino just turns out he's not that good he was just a big fish in a small pond he clearly was good he was just badly badly treated yeah and he got injured I think here and there yeah. as well so it was tough yeah. but Shay Gibbons' error was monumental oh Shay God that was real schoolboy stuff that it was uh, was it Jack Elka put a magnificent cross yeah. in yeah I thought Blimey, he'll do that. You'd get him out wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll do that. Um, uh, Brad Guzan's a good keeper, so mm. yeah, no, no, no um, be surprising to, to that extent if, if, if he dropped in there ahead of Given because Given's a. I mean, to be honest, it's been a really bad few weeks for Premier League goalkeepers in general. It has. We've had a De Gea error, well, a Howard error, a Given error. Uh, 58 Rob Green errors you know <laughs> so much going on you know. well let's move on to David De Gea Manchester United they beat Fulham 3-2 oh Team Fulham were close weren't they yeah went, <laughs> goal, went the goal up early <laughs> they did yeah. Uh, yeah Duff got them on the go and then Van Persie Jim what a beauty we, uh, did you hear about and that the we've, we've had um, <laughs> discussions before where we're, we're not Generally, it's not liked if we use C bombs on this show, is it? So I'm just leaving it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely finish. The way he stroked it, yeah. it was the stroke of an artist. Well, I'll yeah. say it. What a <laughs> far I'll say it. What a crock. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it was. A, it was a superb goal, and, uh, and then they went three one up, and then Fulham and Dembele came back. I mean, I loved it on match of the day. They showed Dembele's best bits and all. Yeah. So strong and paid. Like it was ridiculous. Mm. Transfer window open, Marcus. Well, I said this all <laughs> the last season. You know, I was like, well, it's not last all chance. last season, but uh, you know. 
He's quality. Yeah. He is quality. He's got all the attributes, and I'm amazed that nobody's well, picked him up. I mean, obviously... Well, there's a lot the of buzz time, around him now, though, isn't there? Now there is, yeah, but I, I'm so surprised. You know, Fulham have signed a youth player called Moussa Dembele. What, the same name? Yeah. That's amazing. The fans will know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a regen. That's out of the bag now. <laughs> it's a funny time of year for the smaller clubs like that, um, like your Fulhams and your Arsenals, because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just He's shooting fish in the no, barrel. Isn't no, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. Again, um, but no, it's, it's, it's a fine time for those sort of clubs who know that they need to win games. They're under pressure; these managers to pick up points. But at the same time, they only want their players to be good to a level. They go, oh, "Stop that now!" Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be sold. <laughs> that's, you know? it, that's it. It's a shame when you get players not playing because they're yeah. clearly about to move. Like well, Dempsey, Dempsey, yeah. Yeah. Dempsey's yeah. nowhere near the team. He, he, he seems to be. I mean, there's a full made an official complaint to Liverpool about tapping him up. I think they have. Like they have. Yeah. yeah so there's good. All sorts I, it's about time more clubs did that yeah you're a fan of that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lost your passion for that if you, um, <laughs> if you read that secret footballer book he says in there every, he says every single transfer he's known of mm. has involved the club tapping out the player first well, of course interesting. it is it's really weird of course it? it is yeah I mean well but, I mean what about that gash on Rooney's leg that oh. god you see yeah. that got the wrong striker didn't they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to put it as a bed on this yeah. Robin yeah. Operation yeah. RVP's gone yeah. awry yeah. call it off call it off when you, when you look at yeah. that gash it, it did sort of remind me of like um, <laughs> a badly cut up lamb's carcass hanging in a butcher's window it's awful he's, to got, look he's at. got such a big thigh mm. yeah and it's a really unhealthy colour you don't want meat. it inside out yeah. no, no. <laughs> big slab of meat because I, I actually initially thought because um, the referee stopped it and I thought, and I initially was like, "It's not a head injury. What's he doing? Yeah. Play on!" And I saw that half his leg was possibly hanging off. So it's fair enough. Yeah, in the old days, they would have just packed that full of snow and carried on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but spit on the spit on it. Yeah, it up, yeah. Blew it up. Uh, Fulham were close though, weren't they? Wrap it up with a bit of skin from elsewhere on the body. Fulham were yeah, close. they were close. Yeah. Are they, they're yeah. looking all right. They're looking all right. This they, so they, far, I think they've they got a decent chance of doing something all right. I think they can finish in the top half. Mm. Well, if Demb- I mean Spurs are uh, sniffing around Dembele, there was talk of maybe Genus going the other way. Mm. I think that would be a good bit of business for Fulham. Yeah, they're probably going to lose for Genus as well. He yeah. needs to get away from Spurs. He needs he yeah. He needs a move. It's about time. Though. Get away from Spurs. Doesn't yeah, that's a, that's a hefty leap, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> <laughs> needs to get away from the bright lights of London. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. He's been, he's been, yeah. he's, he knows. Treading water. I'm joking. I'm just referring back to his goldfish ball statement when he's yeah. in the castle. <laughs> All that time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Still bitter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Quickly, let's go to, um, to Norwich 1 QPR 1. It's more, I mean, you know a point there for, for QPR is probably a good result considering they're, um, they're, they're drubbing on the first day um, there's been uh, some funny goings on with goalkeepers at Queen's Park Rangers now I don't know what you're thinking yes we saw the 5-0 <laughs> yeah. well actually it goes a bit deeper than that um, because Rob Green doesn't seem to be rated down there um, uh, Paddy Kenny uh, left an answer phone message with one of the QPR training staff reportedly saying uh, hello it's Rob Green's agent here just wondered how you got on today didn't see the F in score but heard it didn't go too well but never mind Robbo's a good goalkeeper don't you worry about that he's a good keeper it's just bizarre behaviour. I don't get it. Bored. Someone's been drinking. Yeah. I think he forgot halfway that he was pretending to be his agent, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would his agent really come to how you're getting on? I don't understand yeah. it. Just go direct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a strange one. Um, but one of the, one of the it's just a really shit prank. Yeah, <laughs> it just <laughs> comes up Rob. halfway through. Starts giving a press conference. Yeah, but Rob's a great keeper. Yeah. I wouldn't want to step on anybody's toes. Yeah. I'm pa- oh god, well, I don't know where I am. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got I've got another call. Can I? Bye. <laughs> hardly hardly the jerky boys, is it? Yeah, exactly. I, I, one of the funniest things I thought happened in the QPR game was when you see that um, Cito missed his penalty. Yeah. Right, so he missed his penalty, and it was. 
for those who didn't see it, it was saved and Zamora tapped Zamora with the rebound. Finished the rebound. It's quite a nice finish, actually. Yeah. But when it went in, Cissé just started, got gutted about it, put his head in his hands yeah, he and was like, oh, I can't believe... Like, really annoyed about it. But you just thought, well, you saved yeah. your blushes there, pal. Odd. We're going back to the goalkeepers. There's talk of Julio Cesar. <laughs> Big signing. Joining Cupid. Mm. What on earth has happened there? He's not been. The, he's not the keeper he once was, but um, it's still a bit a big move. It'd be huge. They've only just signed. They've literally just signed Robert Green. I imagine know. That. So that. Do you think Paddy Kenny? That must be rubbish. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that Julio Cesar really and pretending to be Paddy Kenny? Kenny pretending pretending to be Robert yeah. Yeah. Paddy Kenny pretending to be Julio Cesar's agent. I've got you a move lined up. <laughs> it would explain the poor English, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, they're, if, they're, if they're embroiled in a relegation battle at the end of this season, QPR. If I was whoever the hell is financing that club, <laughs> I'd be like, this is just a waste of money. Is Jesus, it, every is single it just, transfer. It's just some errant Euro Millions winner, isn't it? <laughs> He's I just got the don't know what they're doing. Every time the window opens, they go, oh, God! <laughs> I read a report speculating that their their wages are 183% of their turnover at the moment. <sighs> Because they've got such a small stadium. And Q- stuff, yeah. Honestly, like QPR, like, more spotlights on that club, please. Because <laughs> what on earth is going on? Look at Carvalho as well. On yeah. loan. Yeah. yeah. It's still a big but move, isn't it? Those, loan, <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, those yeah. loan deals are really expensive. Part yeah. of the reason Arsenal pulled out of the deal for Nuri Sahin was um, that it was like it would have cost like seven million over a season with wages and sort of a, a, a fee for the loan to start with. Right. It's so like the stage show the producers, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> failure and, makes more money than. A, and Real Madrid weren't Real Madrid keen to like not do, not write in a uh, permanent deal as part yeah. of it, so then they sort of put them off as well. It was only an option. Yeah. Yeah. Real Madrid basically get a player loaned out playing high quality football and they get them back for nothing at the end of it yeah. yeah I don't know why they didn't put the um, option to buy in because they can refuse the option to buy surely mm. who knows yeah um, well yeah we, we, we shall see what QPR conjure up in the next few days in the transfer market uh, good win for Wigan away to Southampton uh, mm. they've sold Mo- uh, Victor Moses to Chelsea mm. for uh, 9 million but look, you were noticing there was empty seats at St Mary's yeah I thought that was strange was I thought it was very strange first, myself I mean I know I realised that Wigan uh, gave a lot of their tickets back which you'd expect it's a long trip and Wigan aren't that well supported but there seem to be gaps in the t- in mm. the um, stadium all around it according to some Southampton fans that just simply wasn't true yeah well first of all people denied it and they said oh no it's because the cricket was on it's like what are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> the first home game <laughs> in the Premier League for an years an empty seat is an empty seat and, and to be I, I don't want to sort of try and be the sea was pretty that day yeah <laughs> I don't want to be accused of sort of like crass sort of point scoring amongst rival clubs but the, but the point is if, in, in the point deficit Luke you're definitely yeah. nowhere we've we, we just reduced another 10 points so I'm leaving that yeah. no but the point is that if, if it is the case that where it's so expensive that no, these fans can't afford to go to their first Premier League home mm. game in seven, I mean, it's, it's outrageous it's, it's poor and I think it needs to be sorted out Yeah. back to the uh, Moses thing though. I just like oh, yeah. the fact that um, Di Matteo right up until a point they announced that Wigan had accepted the uh, bid for whatever money um, he was denying he'd even made the bid or they'd even made the bid it was always biblical denies Moses denying like um, like Iraqi foreign minister yeah we're not being invaded I thought um, I thought Wigan's second goal was probably a foul as well actually Kone did you Wrestled the guy to the ground, didn't he? Good finish. Whoa, blimey. Yeah. <laughs> it was great stuff, that was. Um, uh, and then, we'll, we'll just, before we move on, we'll mention Chelsea beating Newcastle 2-0. Eden Hazard looking the business and linking well with Torres. He's looking insane, isn't he? He's looks good. like the best player in the league at the moment. It's, um, it's interesting with Moses signing as well. Chelsea have signed a lot of, uh, and De Bruyne, even though he's got it online, they've signed a lot of very sort of technical uh, ball-retaining players. Obviously, Juan Mata's already there. They're, just, they're trying to do tiki-taka, aren't they? It's clearly, that's the they're model they're going to go Oscar for. Oscar as well. Oscar, yeah. Oscar, yeah, as well. Um, I wanted to say that obviously Arsenal drew 0-0 again someone tweeted me with a great shout for um, Vito Minoni 
uh, mm. to the tune of I Am The One And Only. I am Vitoma and no, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be brilliant if he sung that, wouldn't it? It's true, yeah, yeah. If, if he sang it every time he made a save. <laughs> yeah, so he never sung it. It's <laughs> <laughs> motivation, Two clean sheets. Yeah. No, I don't think you played in the first game. I'm just Jimmy, saying. You, uh, you missed us playing football at Regent Park at the weekend, and speaking of uh, notable Chelsea footballers, uh, I ran off half-time to get a little gen of coke, and who was there in Regent's Park uh, Cafe but Juan Mata. Yeah. Getting tapped up by Pete. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was wearing a Newcastle shirt. I gave him a frown. He smiled. So. He wanted to play, but he didn't bring a mate with him. It would have made the teams uneven, so we couldn't mm, have yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to be fair to everyone. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Treat everybody the same. Um, and let's go to the Championship, which um, is always the most exciting. One of the most exciting leagues in England. Brilliant at the weekend. Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. There was uh, Bristol City beating Cardiff City four two, hammering them. Um, they look they look great at the moments, and then Blackburn Rovers registered a win against uh, Leicester City two one. Uh, Steve Keane was happy, but it was it was interesting that um, Blackburn's global advisor should be seen. Yeah, I don't know why they've got one of them. But yeah, um, uh, he described uh, Morton Gamps Pedersen as a pensioner. What? He's only 30. Yeah, um, and he doesn't uh, run much over there. So yeah. he's their global advisor. Not not Gamps Pedersen. No, but still, yeah, should be saying, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be undermining his no. own players yeah, around yeah, the world. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, Pedersen scored and celebrated with a walking stick. Yeah, that's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> I like that. What a yeah. joke! Yeah. yeah, Keen was like, ah, oh, just loads of banter. Yeah, that's how he kind of comes. It's just banter. We won seven nil. We're already promoted. <laughs> you know, like when I was, you know, like when I was in that bar, just shouting my mouth off for no reason. <laughs> that was banter as banter. well. I wasn't pashed. <laughs> I've never been pashed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Blackburn, they're, they're, they're on the march. But the, the, the performance of the weekend, uh, as well, an individual was Tom Ince and, uh, for Blackpool. 6-0. Tom Ince, 6. Yeah. Ipswich Town, 0. Uh, I mean, it's new assists. star soccer stuff, those yeah. stats. It was. It was, it was one goal, five assists. Two goals, it? I think, three assists. Oh, yeah, okay. The right. last few yeah. matches, he's, 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 he's been goals. involved in the last five goals. One way I, I, think I think the, the sixth next, one. I think, you know, from what I saw, and I saw the goals and, and, and all that sort of stuff, <clears> he was unplayable. Absolutely yeah. superb he was, all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, when you think of how Liverpool, you know, could arguably do with a wide player or two, given who they've got as personnel mm. there, and mm. I know Sterling's done well, but we've got Downing in there and that sort of different different people like that. Yeah, you know, he went to Blackpool's part of the Charlie Adam deal. You know, he's a good young player. Mm. You know, he scored in the playoff final last season as well, if you remember. Yeah. And they could do with him there. I, it's, a, it's looking like a terrible piece of business. How old is he? Oh, very young, like yeah. 20 or something. But it's because uh, what I like about it is that he's had that experience at Liverpool where he didn't play that many matches and he didn't have that great a time that he won't be looking for a, a transfer to the Premier League mm. like immediately. That's and he'll right. get that experience because the Premier League, with the greatest respect to it, like they, it gives a shit, um, <laughs> it's, not the, it's not really the place to, you know, to, to, to be a young player, yeah. to develop. You know, it's the Championship, it's France, it's Belgium, mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you right. Know, it's yeah. it's places like that. And it's, I, I think it's heartening for him to uh, be able to apply his trade down there. Completely agree. He's so good. No, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Do you think so, the clubs are a bit put off, though? Because they think, oh, if he comes and plays, his father, Paul Ince, will want to yeah, come turn up. He wants to sit with the directors. <laughs> well, he's well. obviously benefited from his father's uh, in-depth tactical uh, analysis, isn't <laughs> he? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. the goals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Sheffield Wednesday with a bit of late drama at Hillsborough in Millwall 3-2. It's good to see Wednesday up in the Champions I know Sheffield United won't agree with me, but yeah. um, I like that, though. Well, it was really close between the two last season, wasn't it? Mm. Sheffield United just missed out on the final, didn't they? I'd love to see them both in the Premier League. 
Yeah, oh, that would be glorious. Well, think, think yeah. Sheffield yeah. Wednesday, I think for the for the Sheffield Derby last season at Hillsborough, I think there was like thirty five thousand there or something. Yeah, in League One. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had I think they had about twenty six thousand there at Hillsborough. Now, bearing in mind what Hill, Hillsborough's what 35,000, 38, yeah. something like that. It's a big old, big old stadium. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and they, you know. Get them back at the top You never know You can pack that out um, And then Bolton 2 Forest 2 Was one that caught the eye Because Lewis McGugan With an early contender For goal of the season A rifle off the bar Wasn't he yeah. Oh my giddy aunt That was that stayed in He's got uh, previous Hasn't he yeah. McGugan He can strike him Oh that was absolutely fantastic mm. you know, so the, the, Yeah the championship As you say Was superb on the weekend mm. And it's off and running Well 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 Off and running uh, Now let's go to La Liga Where uh, Luka Modric Has joined Real Madrid In a deal worth Reportedly 33 million Thank goodness That that's, that's done. done They look short mm. field players for me Real Madrid Is that right <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was thinking about They've only got Alonso Kakar Ozil Granero uh, Diara Callahan, Di Maria Modric And Kadira and um, Sahin and Pedro Leon out on loan so they're it's, a bit it's the place to yeah it's the place to go if you want games basically but I quite like the <laughs> fact common sense maybe could go there <laughs> <laughs> I just like maybe I just Paddy like, Kenny yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like the way that um, they sort of came out like Spurs came out and went yeah it's a special relationship we've got with oh, yeah. Real Madrid what? now in the same way that I've got yeah. a special relationship or I had a special relationship with the school bully he with stole Hayley, my Hayley McQueen he stole my sandwiches and uh, refuse to give them back yeah, it's yeah. kind of just that's yeah. the relationship they got basically. also I mean I've got a special relationship with Zoe Deschanel you yeah. know it's just mm. it works better for, yeah, for me than it does do for her yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah that was an odd one wasn't it um, Spurs like yeah yeah we're pals with them that's yeah. embarrassing I we are busy like, mates you imagine yeah. Real Madrid like making a joke at a bar and Spurs just going ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good one. Uh, but do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Do you want yeah. our best drink? Yeah. Oh, you are the best. <laughs> burn yeah, me, you burn imagine, me with your you, cigarette. Yeah. You, can, you can imagine. Oh, Mr. Moderate. Sorry, who did you play for again? Yeah, who yeah. did we get him for? Again? Yeah. Um, but they lost to Getafe 2 1. Saw it, yeah. Spursman lost that match. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, they want to go ahead as well, Real Madrid. One point from the opening mm. two games. It's, not, it's over. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> Apart from in patches against Barca in the Super Cup, they've not that good. No, they haven't. Good at all. Well, that's why Modric is there. Save the day. Yeah. Save the day. Uh, Barcelona did beat Osasuna two-one. Messi with his second brace of the season. He's got a brace of braces. So, well, they went a goal down to Osasuna, who they absolutely pumped. Was it last season? About mm. eight. Yeah. Um, and Osasuna went through as well and hit the post. I think to go two-nil up. And then Barcelona turn it around and beat them 2-1. With their funny away kits. What? See, I'm, I'm on record. Two-thirds yellow, one-third orange. It's like a rocket ice for me. Yep. I'm, I'm on record happily saying it's the worst without kit the, I've ever without seen. Without the purple head. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I, I think... I Depending think who's wearing it. You say <laughs> Victor Valdez on <laughs> yeah. the purple head. I'll tell you after that performance. You say that that was the worst <laughs> kit you've ever seen. I'm just sort of thinking that we've not really had chance to... Because it's kind of like a, a gradient, isn't it? It yeah. starts yellow at the bottom. And then, I'm just saying that um, we've not had the technology for very long to make kits like that. So I'm just mm. saying that perhaps... They're ahead of their time. They're ahead of their time in the future. A lot of... It, it won't be just, you know, like black and white stripes. It could be like a kind of like a gradiated sort of pattern, I think. Do, do you remember um, Chelsea's grey and orange abomination? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's oh, yeah. still up there. It's worse than that. that was one of the Cools ones, wasn't it? This, one, Cools, yeah, this yeah. one's Cools, worse than, This one's worse than that. <laughs> wow. I mean, Victor Valdez against um, Real Madrid when he gifted them that second goal. You see that? Yeah, oh, yeah. But in, in the Super Oh, Cup. yeah, blimey. Yeah, right. so bad. And um, I wonder what the headlines are going to be um, the next day. Yeah. Um, and I was expecting it to be, uh, Rob Green wears Victor Valdez's mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit harsh from Rob. Yeah. Oh, David De Gea did a lovely turn, didn't he, against Fulham? Yeah. Oh, yeah, lovely. Oh, uh, and gifted him a goal as well, didn't he? Uh, well, that wasn't the same incident. I thought Vidic was going to rip his head off. Yeah, he went to, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, but, uh, the Super Cup um, first leg was great, wasn't it? Three two, um, Barcelona beat Real Madrid, uh, and it's the second leg is this week. Mm. Tune in. Ramos um, did a textbook chop. Yeah, he will, do. Pen. he will. Do. Completely took in yesterday. Oh, and Danny Alves' beard got his b- beard has gone. Yeah, it'll come back. Mm. Well, he, he has the ability to do he does being, and, uh, a, being a bloke it's better to have bearded and lost to have never bearded at all that's what I'm saying Carlos Puyol's uh, brought his cheekbone as well he has yeah he's, how could you is tell he, with that face yeah he's, he's, like, he's like a bag full of lathe scraping I think, I think someone horrible. would have had to have told him as well you know he's broken your cheek I think you know your cheekbone's hanging out of your face <laughs> <laughs> he did play on didn't he Oh, he will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, one Captain of my favourite defenders. Captain Caveman, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go to uh, a different part of Madrid where Atleti play, and they beat Athletic Bilbao four nil. Falcao with a hat trick, with a magnificent hat trick. Bloody love Falcao. It's a first goal, roasted defender. I mean, it was like it was so. It was Thomas it was, Yeah, it was. It was blistering the way he just like it was. It was so rugged, and then the finish was just little dinker, delightful. It was a it was a freight train with velvet wheels, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully put. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, a wonderful stretching volley. Mm. Um, and Bill Bow have conceded nine goals in their opening two games. Dicks. Bielsa's out on, out on his out on his ear if he's not careful. Bielsa. The athletic manager uh, said it was almost perfect. <laughs> yeah. The, the hat trick. Still room for almost. Him. Yeah. Still room for him. Nice. You've got to keep too. him motivated. Yeah. I'd have liked it because he scored one with the left and then the right and then he got a penalty. And I thought just run at it and launch your head at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> diving ahead of it. <laughs> no, I, I had to go or do a forward it. roll and then diving head. <laughs> I had to go for like it. torpedo it. Yeah. 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 That'd be class. Brilliant. Um, and then uh, probably the game of the weekend there. Was Valencia three, Deportivo three? Great comeback from the team from A Coruña. Soldado second, um, uh, which was I think Valencia's second, was a great volley from a brilliant setup. He's an absolute prison player, I'm telling you. Yeah, absolute prison player. He's, he's like the, the, the ball was dinked in, and a, 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 the player like sort of had to stretch a little bit for the volley mm. and knocked it to him, and then a spectacular sort of bicycle kick in. Like it was flipping brilliant. He bludgeons a lot of his goals. Yeah. He a lot of them. Oh, absolutely delightful. Talking of delightful, Serial's back. Hey. Woo woo woo. Yeah, about that, that, Jim. Was that the Serie yeah. A train? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. the Stop, Serie A siren. Stopping at this station. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh, come on, you've missed it." Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course I love you Serie have. A, yeah. Of course you have. Juventus. They uh, they've got three points. Two nil against Parma. But Pirlo. no manager. Pirlo, yeah, no manager. <laughs> Pirlo scored a free kick that I didn't think went over the line. I haven't seen that free kick. I yeah, it, it seemed just a bit weird, but it, it went in and they won. They won what, what are you implying, Marcus? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. He had a bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, 2 0. But the Juventus manager, uh, Antonio Conte, is set to miss the whole season. It's been after, a funny one, though. After losing his uh, appeal against a 10 month ban. So, two, two, case, two charges of not reporting match fixing. Mm. One, and then banned for 10 months. One of which he was cleared of, so everyone then ex- assumed the, the ban would be reduced. Mm. So they appealed it, but it was yeah. upheld. So but still it wasn't his months. assistant. D- didn't he have his ban reduced on appeal as well? Previously, yeah, to, to, yeah. from eight to six. But, but the guy who's accused Conte of this has got huge previous has served bans in the past. And another little rumour is allegedly that um, his wife had a massive public falling out with Conte's wife because Conte didn't let this player because when they're at Siena, Conte didn't let this player go home for the birth of his second child or his first okay. child or something. So she kicked off about it, and now everyone's saying it's basically a vendetta against him. Mm. He's a completely unreliable witness, and all this sort of stuff. So it's, it's, yeah. it's actually quite an interesting story. Fouling the foul play. Yeah, for the record, all of that is alleged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Cheers, um, me. <laughs> well, let's move on swiftly then um, to Milan, who are not having the best of times. They lost 1-0 to newly promoted Sampdoria. At uh, home as well. 1-0 well, at home. Yeah. Uh, Ferrara in charge of Sampdoria, mm. the, the former Juventus player. Mm. According to reports, there was only 36,000 to see Milan at their, in their first it's home game of the season. Horrible seeing that happen, isn't it? It's Milan, it's almost really. like, it feels like they've been asset stripped. They've been gutted. Yeah, I think Paolo, yeah. Bandini, Pan, uh, Paolo Bandini said it was the lowest um, for an opening game um, of the season for Milan this millennium. 36,000 though. <laughs> no, but... Well, I know, but yeah. 36,000. Well, Chelsea had more. I mean, you know what I mean? You could have... Sheffield Wednesday more than that in the Sheffield Derby yeah so almost, I hear almost. bear <laughs> yeah. in mind it's the fourth biggest stadium in Europe you know and they're the, one of the biggest and they're the AC Milan and, yeah. and they've sold all their players but it's, it's <laughs> not looking good for the Rossner I mean you know the, the, uh, looking at their best players going forward they seem to be um, uh, Montalivo uh, Prince Boateng Noserino Rubinho Pato's picked up another injury I've seen Pato's in real trouble he, yeah. he's still only 22 and how many injuries has he had there <sighs> about 13 and that's yeah. no exaggeration Yeah. I mean El Sharawai is, is he's still up and coming they've brought P- Pazzini yeah this is Milan who have they yeah. got really <laughs> well they're in a lot of debt aren't they it's, it's what it's, happens yeah. Yeah. Pat Sini moved when it was part of the Casano deal didn't he but Pat Sini was really poor last season Yeah. so I mean it's, it's one of those things where if you, if, you know, if I was a Milan fan and Casano was a bit of a I know Casano's an Inter fan and that sort of stuff but Casano left and was replaced with Pat Sini I'd be pissed off as you have to be mm. honest yeah. I mean, well, you've you got to look at Serie A with, with you know this I mean, it's early days, obviously, to make any sort of predictions. But with this happening at Milan and Juventus, you know, losing losing Conte for the whole season, mm. as an Inter fan, you've got to be laughing, surely. You're thinking now's <laughs> the right. chance to get back in there. Massively. The embarrassing last season behind them. Well, this is it. I mean, you, you know, Juventus have lost their manager, so you would imagine there's a little bit of disarray there. They still get their manager during the week, though, just not at games. He's allowed to train them. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, well, there's an ounce of... Still, though. I know, yeah, I know it's stability, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously Milan aren't very, very well. You know, as you say, Jim, the likes of Inter, even maybe Roma, dare I suggest, it might be other days for them. But, you know, the, the top three, as it would be for Champions League sports in Italy now, it's up for grabs very much. Yeah. So. I mean, Roma, they scraped a point um, in injury time at home in their first game of the season against uh, Catania. Uh, Nicolas oh, Lopez. Osvaldo scored an absolute beauty. Yeah, delightful uh, De Rossi. De Rossi sort of like backspin chip over the top. Yeah, I've said delightful a lot, but, 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 but really it's worth yeah. it because yeah. there's some great goals. You know, that yeah. was similar to the, to the Valencia one I talked about yeah it's spectacular mm. sort of not a delight in the podcast this week yeah. oh why wouldn't there we be we make no apologies for that <laughs> De Rossi's plays his future to um, Roma I did like this he said uh, um, I made my choice 30 years ago and I reaffirmed it when I renewed my contract it was snowing then and now it's 40 degrees outside but mine is not a choice that changes with the seasons <laughs> so so we, yeah so poetic <laughs> we never have those sort of kind of poetic football very similar course, to what Paul Scholes said when he came out of retirement <laughs> 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 I had nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I, I think I, I do like the way Roma play with their sort of six midfielders and then like a V shape yeah. going forward and all that. It would be great to see if they could make a real impression on the league. Well, they occasionally win it, don't they? So now now would be around around the time mm. in in the rhythm yeah. of how Roma win, win things. Well, yeah. I think they've won it three times in their history, or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. They went at the turn of the century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, Inter and, and, and Napoli, they won 3 0 away from home. And uh, Hernanes got Lazio season on the go. So, it'll be very interesting to see how Serie A pans out. And the Bundesliga was underway as well, Pete. Can you believe it? Yes. Um, that's because <laughs> I suppose that happens every year. <laughs> Dortmund beat Bremen 2 1 in the biggest match of that weekend, in my opinion. Uh, Goetze with the winner. Mm. He'll do that. Yeah. Um, and then Greuther Firth were beaten love by Bayern <laughs> yeah. absolutely love it, it. had to be mentioned Greuther Firth yeah <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a, sort of a band a German band like De Totenhosen or yeah. something like that yeah 
They, they which be... translates as the death trousers. Ooh. Don't wear them. <laughs> um, uh, they would be. Whatever you do wear them, don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, before we go to some craziness in South America, we're going to go to League. Uh, oh, because uh, PSG, they got another clean sheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a solid base they're building in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they drew nil nil at home to Bordeaux. Boos were heard in Paris. Three points from three games. I loved what uh, Adrian Mutu said. He's just signed for Ajaccio, hasn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he said, uh, he's talking about Zlatan, he says, I know him, he's a good friend. Imagine I, that, stop, yeah. imagine that. <laughs> I can easily imagine that. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's like a hothead convention whenever yeah. Zlatan hangs out with his mates. They're all blokes like that. Yeah. Well, he went on to say, I take the challenge to see who scores more. <laughs> what challenge? Yeah. Well, I suppose You've issued a challenge <laughs> claiming <laughs> to have accepted one. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. Well, even if he is in a better team, it's not a problem for me. I would bet. <laughs> Money where your mouth is. Um, uh, and then, uh, well, the team that are off to a flyer is Marseille, um, who Joey Barton was probably not going to be joining now, uh, winning 1 0 away to Montpellier, the champions, and sitting pretty on top with nine points from three matches. Mm. That concludes the European football roundup, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> because we're off to South America. Because Romario's fired off. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's it. The Brazilian congressman that is Romario has uh, had a go at Mano Menezes. There should be a little pregnant pause there. Brazilian congressman Romario. <laughs> and then stop. And then another one yeah. has had a go at Mano Menezes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only to allow Marcus to pronounce Menezes. <laughs> <That's correctly. laughs> so uh, dig, Pete? Menezes. Dig. That's, That's how you good. say it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, he did this. Uh, well, the first time he had a go at him um, in public was uh, after the Olympic football final, saying, at least we've seen his last game in charge of the national team. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like picking and choosing now. Who, who say what you really think, Romario. Indeed. Um, Menezes responded uh, to Romario, calling him a sucker. And then uh, Romario, unsurprisingly, didn't let that go. Uh, he, he, he ranted back with this: "Coaches must be able. Uh, sorry, coaches must be able, courageous, fearless, serious, and honest. You do not even come close. You have no ability. You imbecile. You idiot. You're gutless. The worst coach of all time. You bring shame to the nation. Worst coach wow. of all time." <laughs> I love it how he's he's like a runaway freight train yeah. he's picking up pace he's like you're an idiot you're an imbecile it's, it's worth, it's like worth sexy remembering beast. as well this is like Eric Pickles doing that yeah I know yeah I like, I, which probably is actually quite possible but I'd love them to replace him with Avram Grant go, well, there, you go. there you go now I see you as the worst coach of all time mm. especially around Carnival you won't be seeing him much yeah Oh dear! Uh, elsewhere in, in Brazil, this one um, has to be mentioned. Uh, Joao Vitor, who plays for Palmeiras, was fined for turning up drunk at training. Uh, and that's, Standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a case of this last season in Brazil, and I think Adriano, as we spoke about before, has done it a few times. But this guy, I think, was fined a bit more because he denied everything. He said, I'm a man, I admit it when I make mistakes, but I never turned up drunk. I just had a long night of it, and the next day I had rum in my breath. That's all. <laughs> so it's, it's not... Like a pirate. It's, that's yeah. crazy. It's like you're saying, I wasn't newly drunk, I was still drunk. Yeah. You dicks. Yeah. I didn't, like, wake up and get on it and then go to train. I didn't have whiskey in my cornflakes, gosh. <laughs> it was rum. <laughs> I love it I just had a long night of it yeah. can we just draw a line under that under yeah. the carpet it goes yeah. I mean can we get on with training that's yeah. why I'm here <laughs> oh marvellous uh, we love you South America right let's go 
to Pete because it's time for a game. Yes. Uh, what was the game last week? I forget. Fifty and to one. Fifty and to one. Fifty so and you to missed one. out on that. Before that was a million pound drug, and before that last season was uh, going for gold. So uh, you weren't satisfied with fifty and to one. You said it wasn't new. So uh, I've come up with a new uh, game. Please pray silence for family Quinton fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better. Yeah, it, it certainly does. Oh, I'm looking uh, forward right. to winging this new format. <laughs> uh, right, H- who am I? I was born in Gali. In where? Gali. Gali. Do you even know where that is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. In 2010, the Cypriot club Arnofosis. Stop. Is it Timur gets by? It's Timur gets by. Shit the bed. Jesus Christ. That is a good guess. That is a nightmare. I You're a nightmare. It. As soon as you said Cypriot. Do I now get to play the family Quinton for his big Cypriot. money game? Where's he from? He's Georgian. You know, he started his career there, though. Oh, he's yeah, he managed yeah. them. I made it. Oh, right. Well, they're retired number 14. You're spoiling everyone's fun, Luke, uh, with, you, uh, with your good guessing. <laughs> I played 22 times with Dundee, scored 16 goals for Georgia. I've won the Greek, Georgian, and separate domestic cups. I played twice in an FA Cup final. Uh, in 97, I scored a goal that put a club into the Champions League for the very first time in their history. Not a fan of Adidas. I am now the manager of Georgia. <laughs> I am to Muriket's buyer. So, uh, well done, Woo-hoo, Luke. Nice one. For winning family. Quinton Fortunes What's up next Marvellous Now it's time for some Correspondence Mm. I've got a tweet here From Jenny Silver Uh, This is regarding The Chippy PA Announcers That we spoke about Last week Oh yeah I've got to make A correction about that Last week I said That in the second At half time At a game That Paul Durkin Was officiating Instead of saying Welcome the teams Back out for the second half The announcer said After the referee Had a really poor first half Welcome back to the second half Of the Paul Durkin show When it's actually Uriah Rennie Oh, right, no, okay. Apologies to Mr. Durkin, who apparently was asked about this and denied it. One, right? one of the listeners must know him or something. So I, have to I was going to say, Durkin's a great referee. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah so I made a mistake there. It was your Rennie, which yeah. I think we can all get behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Look um, forward to speaking to your eye this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jenny Silver um, said famously at Siren Chester Town, the mic was left uncovered as the announcer who's also the club president, argued so the whole ground um, and surrounding homes him saying, Eddie, Eddie, never mind the fucking sausages. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Never mind the fucking uh, sausages. all the things. That's brilliant. <laughs> but didn't he also tell someone to tell some kids off? Sorry. Um, yeah, he did, yeah. There was some. Um, uh, um, uh, Jenny goes on to say uh, she seems to remember that it was a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, the man of the mic, he was bollocking some kids over the tunnel going, You two stop running! <laughs> you two stop running. You've got to love lonely football. That's probably the youth team. Yeah, but that reminds me. And what, bloody what, hell, we get that, this in every season. Is that Canby Island? <laughs> You remember the Canby Island one? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the manager who was the, who was the chairman and the groundsman and everything, yeah. apparently across the other side of the pitch, um, if you're a new listener, you won't have heard this story. It's one of the all-time great st- stories. Over the other side of the pitch, there's a couple of kids sat on top of the portable toilets, and in between giving um, instructions to his players, apparently the manager went over and went, oh, you two, get off the roof of that Kazi, it's going to collapse. <laughs> Kazi, don't hear that enough. Yeah, oh, Magnificent stuff. Yeah. And now it's time for a profile, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, we've made it. 
the end is in sight. Why don't we stick with us? Absolutely. Um, Unless you didn't, in which case, do one. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, you have. <laughs> oh, we've got the best player from the country of Ukraine. It's Andrei Shevchenko. Of course it is. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he retired over the summer. Yeah. yeah. He retired. No longer plays football. In what a, a lovely Indian summer it was to have him in the <laughs> Well, he was born on the 29th of September, 1976. Oh, nine years after the summer of love. After them summer. Um... Oh, what a player he was. Um, and probably still is, really. He could do a job. This is the, this is the thing when someone <laughs> retires at about 35. You know he could put a shift Who in. Who was it somebody. on the weekend saying that Michael Ladrup's unequivocally the best player in training at Swansea? Oh, yeah. Really? So, I can't remember what's <laughs> it, but yeah, I can That's imagine right. it to be true. Yeah. I love that he still plays. Yeah. You don't get Ferguson doing that. <laughs> no. You never did. No. No. Oh, maybe Ferguson was a good player. Yeah. So, to be fair. Um, anyway, so, uh, yes, Andrei Shevchenko. Uh, he was born in a little town um, just outside uh, Kiev and moved there when he was, when he was very young. And uh, he was spotted in a game uh, between uh, sort of neighbouring uh, housing associations, as it was uh, written by um, Jonathan Wilson in his piece in The Guardian, um, by the uh, Dynamo Kiev coach, uh, Oleksandr Shapkov. And he was only a young lad, as you can imagine, uh, sort of 11, 12. But, um, and they said he... It's really odd, because the coach said he wasn't the best... But he applied himself with um, extraordinary dedication. Mm. So put it in, kids. Bit of the Gary Neville. Know. Bit of the Gary Neville. Didn't eat quite so much salo as anybody else. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he was a ball boy at the, at the Olympic Stadium in Kiev as well. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. His father wanted to, um, him to join the forces, mm. um, but he didn't, which was to the uh, benefit of. He joined football. the strike forces. Um, <laughs> very good. Um, I mean, he started uh, playing at Kiev in '94. Although he was there throughout his his youth career, I mean, and it was great, really, because I mean, he was sort of Mr. Dynamo Kiev. I think for, yeah. for those who don't know much about Eastern European football, which I think most of us didn't until yeah. Yeah. the likes of him came along. You mm. know, he and Rebrov, that partnership oh, they had, it was absolutely was, uh, glorious. I'm sure, we'll come on to that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and, and what was nice is, of course, come on, to it, he went back to to, to Kiev um, or Dynamo later in his career. But he, he, you know, he hit the ground running there. And he was scoring goals uh, for fun at Dinamo and endearing himself to, to the home fans. And as you say, Jimmy, he famously formed one of the best partnerships. I, I, I would, for me, in recent years, it really was that yeah. good. I mean, I only saw them in the Champions League. Because well, they did it in the Champions League as well, so it wasn't the case of that a weak league playing. playing. It, they did exactly. It in the um, and they were fantastic together and it was it was odd because I always thought that Shevchenko was in front of Rebrov, but actually they, they used to could switch it sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's all great partnerships do that. Yeah, but I, I always envisaged that, or imagined Shevchenko to be the, the, the big, strong centre forward. Yeah, with Rebrov just in behind. Yeah, the sort of the tricky player in behind. Rebrov loved a long ranger as well, that's mm. the thing. Oh, he did. Yeah. But, but Shevchenko, I mean, what a player he, he was. I mean, he was one of those strikers that just had it all. You know, a fierce shot with both feet. The yeah. thing that always used to absolutely amaze me about Shevchenko, his time in Milan in, in particular, was how um, if he was in a one on one with the goalkeeper, mm -hmm. he just always scored. Yeah. It, just, it was so, so good at being clinical and doing those yeah. basic things right. It was, it was no nonsense with Shevchenko when it came to finishing. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that, I mean, and, and your profile's not come to Milan yet, but when he, turn of the century, at 98, 99. Mm. He's probably, I think he's the, probably the best striker in Europe. He's, you've got to say he's the best striker. The way he used yeah. to turn a play it was almost uh, big, big Ronaldo esque. The way that he'd, mm. he'd, he'd, he'd let the ball come into his body and then he just the, the defender didn't have a chance because as soon as he yeah. had the ball to fit, dwell at his feet, he would just switch and and, and, and just 
drop his shoulder and he'd be past the but I, t- I tell you who he was you know personally I think there's a few comparisons can be made in styles is you know when Shearer was in his heyday mm. yeah. and he would as you say turn defenders he would shoot from distance no he wouldn't shoot room. from distance he would larrape yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just that opening up of the body yeah. just sort of like yeah. and it would always go top right or top left or something That's like right, that yeah. where you just well, you're right in the air room. after having the, shot the <laughs> the season, <laughs> so hard the season he got the move to Milan in mm. ni- was it 99 he moved to Milan yeah. in the 98-99 season obviously the famous season that United won the treble mm. Dynamo Kiev went out in the semis to Bayern Munich, didn't well, they? The, well, the season before that, we'll, we'll, we will come there just a second. Look, the season before that was when they f- he really got noticed by. Um, yeah, he got over by, thirty goals that season, didn't he? Yeah, but it was the hat trick at the New Camp. Oh wait, yeah, they won four 0 They did. Yeah, and the, Barcelona had like uh, they had, had Reitziger, Figo, mm. Rivaldo. Kuto was playing. They had some good players as well. Yeah, I mean, it that was the season they had the same group as Newcastle. Pete, yeah, yeah. and Newcastle beat him as well. Yeah. Didn't they? scored. I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't a, a great Barca side, but th- th- we've been spoilt with the, the team in the last sort of five, yeah. six, mm. seven years, whatever yeah. it's been. So you know, they were still decent. I mean, yeah. a hat trick at the New Camp. Four 0 at the New Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Any era is decent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In the twenties, the odds you would have got on that before the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And what I what I found quite amusing was Vita Bayer was in goal for Barcelona. Very highly decorated player I think he was the most highly decorated player in Europe until Giggs beat his record I believe so Mm. I believe so Um, yeah uh, Shevchenko ended his career that night at Barcelona (laughs) (laughs) I think that was his last game or something like that really couldn't he was only 27 yeah Yeah. I mean and Shevchenko was only about 21 uh, when when this happened you know so that's when people really recognised him and then um, in 98-99 you're absolutely right Luke they got to the semi-finals and Perhaps should have reached the final. They were three-one up at home yeah. against uh, Bayern, and uh, Bayern scored, I think, in seventy-eight and ninety to three-all, and then won. As the, they did back then, yeah, and, and then they, won the won the leg. And uh, they knocked out Real Madrid in the quarters. They did. Uh, they really should have. That was the season, and against Manchester United in the final, the depl- well, you knows, never know. Who knows, yeah. who knows. But that, I, mean, I think Sheva scored over thirty goals in those two seasons. His oh, last two seasons with Kiev, he scored over thirty goals. He was, he was absolutely fantastic. I think he's the th- is he the third highest goal scorer in European That's competition right. ever in Champions League. Is it Inzaghi and Raul? Yeah. yeah. That'd be about right, yeah. That's right, yeah. I mean, he, he had a great time at Dynamo Kiev. You know, he won the league in each of his five seasons there. Mm. Um, and <laughs> like we say, in the, in the Champions League, you know, because they, they were a force in the Champions League. They were in Arsenal's group one year, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Um, they were Arsenal playing as well. Yeah, they drew one all at Wembley. That's when Arsenal moved, moved their games to Wembley. They were yeah. shocking, didn't they? Mm. That's um, so nice in like um, in a country that's pr- quite a young country. Having yeah. um, the focal point of your attack yeah. uh, for, for for Dynamo Kiev mm-hmm. was uh, a, a man who grew up just outside here and stuff and winning the league every single year it's a wonderful wonderful feeling never happens rarely happens yeah but that's right nobody knew uh, anything about Ukraine well you know perhaps younger generations and whatnot. and and he really was Mr. Ukraine wasn't he 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 was the driving force that's your one (laughs) 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 we won't won't see him again yeah you know he he was such a driving force and and he put them on the map he put Dynamo Kiev back on the map because obviously they've always been there they're a wonderful club incredible history but for perhaps our generation, you know, that we didn't really know too much about them. So for mm. them to to do those performances in the Champions League was absolutely mm. brilliant. And then for the next few seasons, there was one. Of, there were one of those clubs where people would be like, "Oh crap, you've got Kiev in your group," you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah Whereas 
that's kind of fallen away um, yeah. in, in, in recent years, and probably Shakhtar actually have yeah. sorry probably uh, kicked on a little bit from them. Um, but inevitably, after that ninety eight ninety nine season, the big clubs were fighting for his signature, and he joined Milan in, in nineteen ninety nine, which I think was for a world record transfer fee around twenty five million euros at the time, I think. Um, and he won the Serie A Golden Boot in his first season. Um, yeah, he hit the ground running. I remember that. Yeah, and not many people have done that. Mm. I think Big John Charles did. Yeah, from the Welsh legend. Um, and uh, one goal he scored, which, which sticks out for me, was the goal against Juventus, um, where he, I think he just twisted up like Davids, Ferrara, Montero, and it slotted past Buffon. Like it was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was, that's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was absolute class. I, I just remember he scored a brilliant header. He used to score in the big games as well. He scored a brilliant header when they beat two um, into two 0 in the in the Milan derby. Yeah. Um, he also scored. Was he not when they, when Milan won the league in two thousand and four for the first time in ages, like five or six years? Yeah. He was top scorer in Serie A that season as so, well. Yeah. And um, there's a one goal he scored against Lazio. Well, I don't know who it is. It's on the right hand side of the box, back to goal. J- sort of um, knee juggles it, chest juggles it. It sort of goes over his shoulder, mm. tries to volley it in from a ridiculous angle. Mm. It gets blocked, hits a defender, loops up to Shevchenko <laughs> on the other side of the box, and just volleys it in straight away as if to say, "Look, that's how you do it." <laughs> <laughs> One volley, no, didn't, doesn't take a touch, just smashes it in. This <laughs> is an amazing goal. It sums him up so well. Yeah, that's it. For, for such a, he was a sort of a no-nonsense player, mm. but did it with with. Oh, well, with that sort of you know clinical yeah. of club, efficiency club. Mm. direct indeed and, and around that that sort of time when he was scoring a lot of goals in 2002 the Ukraine they failed to get to the World Cup in that year but he scored 10 goals in qualification you know mm. it's remarkable really um, how he's I mean Ukraine's all time top scorer with 48 goals mm. that's why it's so good to have him get him to have that summer when, they, when, yeah. when they, the, his country hosted the Euros that's and, right, and he yeah, scored yeah. a goal that's exactly what everyone wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's the greatest ever player and um, you know it must be absolutely incredible for them to have had him you know, in in recent years, well, he's mm. everywhere in Ukraine. Isn't it? Yeah, we're in Kiev. Yeah, that's right. Dominates it. But it was also, but it's also nice that he went abroad to play for Milan, who were on you know on top of Europe for well, certainly a, a season mm. or two. And so, for one of their guys to to have, have done his time in, in in Ukraine, he was obviously too big for that league, mm. and then went away, and then and then he came back. I mean, mm. at Milan, you know, he won the Champions League. He scored the decisive penalty. Mm. In uh, 2003, uh, four mm. uh, in Manchester, I think it was, and then of course the following year missed the, the crucial one against Liverpool, which was which was a real shame. But he won the Scudetto in 2003, 2004, which was his only one. I mean, yeah, because it was the first time I won it for ages. But it was so funny. Mm. I thought he probably had about three. Yeah, it's weird to think, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, they won the Copper. Maybe Italian. he's not that good after all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, and in his last season with Milan, he became the club's second top scorer. Uh, leaving um, with 175 goals in 296 games behind Garn Ordell, isn't it? I think behind Garn Ordell, yeah, yeah, fellow fellow dwarfer. And he woke up 2006. Ukraine, they got there and they got to the quarterfinals. Mm. It was a good showing, and again, it was great to see him in amongst them. They because were quite boring in that tournament, they weren't. Well, you know, but it's it's he's one of those players where you know when you used to think about someone like George Weyer another Milan um, legend of course you think oh, it, it'd be great to see him on the world stage yeah. at a big tournament or gigs and Georgie Best there you go like all that, those yeah. and he, he uh, it was great that he wasn't one of them I think Ukraine are probably a, a step above those sort of also around they are they are yeah. absolutely absolutely. but still you know, you've got to qualify and it's, it's mm. not easy as we all know um, and then he went to Chelsea for, for 30 million and it didn't quite work out it, it's weird because it not started well <laughs> yeah. injuries though yeah but it started really well he looked mm. devastating in his first couple of games and mm. it just sort of petered out very quickly 
His goal scoring record wasn't isn't as bad as was touted. I mean, people who maybe don't look at it that forensically will go, "Oh yeah, he was a massive flop." He did actually score goals, mm. but they play him sometimes when he was carrying injuries, which oh, you, yeah, know, you don't necessarily see now uh, in this day and age. But it's it just, I think they just sort of like, "God, we need something out of him" because that was a hell of a lot of money. And Abramovich yeah. wanted him so bad; they were chasing him for years. Before yeah, he Mourinho clearly didn't want him as well. Yeah. I think he had a serious back injury as well. Like, well, I think he forced he, he forced himself to play in the World Cup. We've made a lot of excuses for him now, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we fought his corner. Um, uh, you know, he he didn't have a uh, you know he he didn't have a close season for the first time in his career. Mm. Um, going into that, and he was at that age where you know he was in his late twenties. He probably could have done with that. Okay, some of his performances weren't great for Chelsea, but it, it's just one of those ones. It was just set up the wrong way, and I think the big thing was Mourinho pretty much let everybody know you may be the big man Abramovich, and you might have brought him in, but I don't really want him. Yeah, and I think he, I still think he remained popular at Stamford Bridge. I've, sp- I've spoken to the Chelsea fans who always really liked him. And yeah. He worked really hard for the team. He seemed like a likeable character. Yeah. He's known as a, as a you know, pretty nice guy and stuff as mm. well. He's got a lovely one against Aston Villa. Mm. I think that was a left foot into the top corner. Mm. Um, and then he was loaned back to Milan, of course, but mm. that it didn't work out too well, unfortunately. Um, but then in 2009, he went back to, to Dynamo Kiev. And, and what was nice that he scored against Inter in the Champions League for Kiev. I'm he, still here. They just, still here, they boys. just couldn't get away from him because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's the all-time top scorer in Milan yeah, with yeah. 14 goals. <laughs> and then um, Ukraine failed to qualify for the 2010 World Cup. He did score at Wembley, which was probably a nice moment for him, yeah. even though they lost they lost 2-1. And, and he was keen to be involved in the European Championships in 2012. Well, he actually said on, his, on record that this, the fact that Ukraine are hosting the Euros has prolonged my career for like two or three seasons because yeah. I'm so focused on being, um, being there for him. Yeah. And he was always going to retire after it, you know. And it was glorious that he got his moment mm. against Sweden. A couple of headers, yeah, yeah. And it was it was absolutely fantastic. And, and Latan let him let him nip in front of him, didn't they? I think so. And like, I think that was a charitable relax from the big man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost just appalling certainly. marking. Yeah, <laughs> I think we put on their best striker. Latan, yeah. he'll mark him. <laughs> Rubbish decision. The man who would think twice about rescuing his own grandmother from a burning house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, she's had a good life. If she was in the next room, <laughs> yeah. if she was sat next to him, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was like Kiev had won the tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. like, we went out there very um, Ukraine, shortly after obviously. that. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, of course, uh, Ukraine. And, and oh my goodness, that that they were made up. I, I think they'd almost thought that they were through. Yeah, in the group. Well, it well. kind of they looked a threat at that time. Mm. You know, they, uh, they uh, outplayed England for a yeah. few few yeah. parts of the, the game against them. You know. And it's hard to, as you alluded to before, it's hard to explain precisely how much he dominates. Certainly, Kiev as, yeah. a, as a city, he is everywhere. He's, you know, he, he, I don't think he'll ever want for any money because he's he's no. on every single crisp packet. It was on um, the change trays in the supermarket. Was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was so great that he got that moment, mm. scoring the two goals after they were goal down mm. in um, his beloved. One of Europe's Ukraine. great strikers for all time. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely, mm. ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Shevchenko. For the Demon in in uh, Ukrainian uh, Independence Day as well, the week of. There you go. Yeah, Not a coincidence. <laughs> um, uh, that's it for this week, kids. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The uh, Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Mm. Yeah, facebook.com forward slash footballramble as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get yourself over to thefootballramble.com. You know, what, you know how good it is by now. I'll tell you every week. Get over there. Yeah. Mm, I'd also just like to thank everybody that came to see my show at the Edinburgh Festival. It was hugely, hugely appreciated. And yes, um, it was lovely to meet you all. Thank you. There you go. Also, from me, um, if anyone's going down to the um, Paralympics, I'll be uh, doing a bit of hosting at the uh, Riverbank Arena for the football. Oh, very nice. So come down yeah. and say howdy. <laughs> Specifically, howdy. 
Um, uh, that's it, right then. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, say Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And goodbye from Luke. Goodbye. Uh, see you next week. I don't think that I am injury prone. One massive injury at 19, the injuries went from right to left hamstring and then it came up to groins and hernias and then it went um, on my knee. Obviously my knee was the same side as my original hamstring and I broke my foot.